what do people want to talk to you about? Like you're a real estate agent. So you've got to be able to talk real estate. I mean, surely people ask you questions about real estate. So whatever people are asking you, that's what you want to talk about. My whole goal is inform, inspire, and impact. If I can do one of those three things in my video, then I've been successful. So inform, inspire, impact. So I think that the most important thing is that you be yourself. So if I could give you any piece of advice, be yourself. Do what works for you. So whatever is authentically you, double down on that. Because what I wanna be able to do is tell you how you can take video and apply it to your real life every day. My name is Glenda Baker. I'm a real estate agent in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm not a professional presenter, okay? In fact, I have never ever presented by myself. So if you'll just give me a moment to take this in, I'm like having a nervous breakdown. <laughs> so they sent me this little email and they said, oh, send us your slide deck. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I'm a real estate agent. I'm not a slide deck person. Plus, I talk shit about real estate all the time. What do I need a slide deck for? And I never ever talk from a script. And I was like, I definitely do not need a damn PowerPoint presentation. And I don't know how to work and I'm gonna get up here. I'm gonna look like a big goop head. But I got to thinking, what if nobody knows me? Like what, I'm going to Birmingham. What if nobody knows me over there? They probably need to know like I'm like qualified to speak about video. So just out of curiosity, I know that there's a few people in here that know me. Raise your hand if you've ever seen me on video. Okay, okay, I'm feeling a little bit better. I was like, holy cow, what if you guys don't know me? That's gonna be like a huge problem. So I'm a real estate agent in Atlanta, Georgia, and Glenda's got to video. I do videos on TikTok and Instagram. And so in February, 2020, I said, you know what? So I've been doing this series called Post from the Porsche. It's a Facebook Live series. I've been doing that series and it kind of got some legs on it. And everybody kept saying, oh, Glenda, you need to do more video. You need to, and I was like, I'm not gonna do more video. That's so ridiculous, I sell houses. So anyway, in February, 2020, I'm like, I'm gonna do more video. So I met with this guy, said, I'm gonna do more video. And then the pandemic hit. I'm like, oh, thank goodness I didn't sign up for that videographer. I'd be broke. So I realized we're gonna come out of the pandemic and it's like August, September. And I called the video guy back and I said, hey, I wanna talk to you again about shooting some video for me. And he's like, well, what kind of video do you wanna shoot? I said, I'm gonna shoot TikTok videos. He goes, ma'am, do you realize you could do that from your phone? I said, no, 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 I don't know how to do that. And I'm not good at that. And that's not really the extension of my brand that I want. I want it to look fancy but not too fancy. So I want it to look like I didn't pay to have it done, but I want to pay to have it done because I don't know how to do it. And he's like, oh Lord, have mercy. So he goes, how many videos do you want to shoot? I said, well, I don't know how many videos can you shoot? He's like, I'm going to come shoot with you for one day. I'm like, okay. And I said, how many videos can I shoot in a day? And he goes, well, it depends on how good you are in front of the camera. I said, I'm going to be great in front of the camera. He goes, Okay. I said, how many videos does that girl Paige shoot? Because that's how I found him was on Instagram. Paige had posted a video. I said, how many videos did Paige shoot? Paige can shoot 12 videos. I said, well, if Paige can shoot 12 videos, I can shoot 12 videos. So he comes to my house and we start shooting TikTok videos in the morning. We shoot eight TikTok videos in three hours. And I'm like, huh. I'm such a master at this. We get to the afternoon and the guy's kind of surprised, I gotta tell you. We get to the afternoon and it was literally like my brain had left my body. I was so bad because I was talking to the camera. I'm like talking to the camera and I'm like, I can't talk to that camera. That's, that's not gonna work for me. And he's like, no, 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 you gotta talk to the camera. I'm like, no, I don't wanna talk to the camera. And so I kept trying to talk to the camera, I couldn't do it. So then we scheduled the next month and the next month comes. I said, you know what? This guy, Matthew Hussey, he gives dating advice. So I wanna give real estate advice like this guy gives dating advice. I said, now he talks off camera, like he's talking to somebody, I'm gonna do that. And he's like, I don't know about that, Glenda. I'm like, no, 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 get work with me here. 
he's thinking to myself, dear God, what have I gotten myself into? So I'm talking to this blank chair and that's working. And he goes, why don't we put Sam, the lighting guy in the chair and you talk to Sam? I'm like, that's a good idea. So no lie, that second one, I shot 15 TikTok videos. Here I was talking to Sam, I had somebody to talk to. He goes, you are great in conversation. You are horrible to the camera. He's like, let's just keep going with that. So we started the Glenda show. So here I was, I had somebody come over. I talked shit about real estate. It was a real estate agent. It was a seller. Y'all, I say bad words. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Y'all, it just comes out. So I hope that's not going to offend you. And if it is, just close your ears because I'm not going to stop. We would sit around a table and we would talk about real estate. And so that was going really well. But I was getting some TikTok followers. And so then I would get some heat. Karen, you need to shut up about real estate. And I was like, oh, my name's not Karen. It's Glenda. <laughs> Like, no, Karen, he's like throwing shade. I'm like, what? Like, are you, are you serious? So then, so then like somebody would say something and the glitteratis would jump on them. I didn't even need to say a word. It was awesome. Her name's not Karen. Her name's Glenda. Why does she wear stars? Doesn't she have any other clothes? <laughs> no lie. I come down for breakfast this morning and I just have on like my breakfast clothes, just my regular clothes, not my outfit that I'm going to wear today. And Christina goes, I was kind of expecting you to wear stars. <laughs> I said, oh, this is my breakfast outfit. I'm not going to present in this. She's like, oh, I'm so glad. So I have been doing video seriously since October of 2020. I started with zero followers on TikTok. Now, y'all, let's go, th go to this. Let's see if it works. <gasps> okay, awesome sauce. Okay, so that's me. That's my headshot. Okay, so I started in October of 2020. I went from zero to 450,000 followers on TikTok. I have 6.2 million hearts, that's likes. I have over 48 million views. Like sit down y'all. And you're like, you're a real estate agent. Like, like what is that doing for you? That's 280 videos, that's all. So think about it, in a year I've done 280 videos. So what is that? I'm not good at math, maybe 20, 20 videos a month or something. I've done $200,000 in GCI. And you're like, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. How did you do that? So this is what happens. So you know, I've been selling real estate since Jesus was a baby. I've been in real estate 29 years. In fact, Monday was my 29 year anniversary. I've been selling real estate 29 years. And so used to like, you had to be the neighborhood expert or you got business from your country club or something like that. Well now, or people came into your office. It's not like that anymore. People are looking for you on all different platforms of social media. They're using that to build your credibility. And nothing accelerates credibility faster than proof. I don't do just listeds. I don't do real estate porn. It's all me talking about real estate. And people say, oh, but Glenda, don't you think you're a little bit out there? Maybe people aren't gonna like you saying your bad words, or maybe people aren't gonna like your directness. And I'm like, I don't care. That weeds out the riffraff. Because at some point, you're gonna figure out who I am. And I'd much rather you find out sooner than later because it's gonna save you a lot of time and me a lot of time. So I think that the most important thing is that you be yourself. So if I could give you any piece of advice, be yourself. Don't try to be me. Do what works for you. Like Justin, I mean, think about all the stuff, all of the story time that he could tell about Smith Lake. Like, 
I have a client that lives on Smith Lake. In fact, I started to say, do you know this guy? And then I thought, that guy's such a pain in the ass. Like, I don't want to ask him if he knows him because what if he's like a pain in the ass to him? So, but think about all the stories he could tell about the lake. Like, I'm sure that like somebody's fallen into the lake off of the boat. That would be a great story. So that's what's really kind of propelled my momentum. So I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk a little bit, but then I want to take questions early because what I want to be able to do is tell you how you can take video and apply it to your real life every day. So this video right here, it has 2.7 million likes. So this was the first video that, I mean, I had a, a couple of others that had like close to a million, but this was the first video that really kind of took off. And that was posted on April 14th. So on April 14th, I had 34,000 followers. April 14th of 2021. What day is it today? Like September something? May, June, July, August, September. It's like five months later, I have 450,000. So this one has 2.7 million views and 421,000 likes. But look at that, it has 5,000 comments, 5,000 engagement. What you don't see, what little analytic I didn't put on here, is that 57% of the people that watched this video watched the entire video, the entire video. So they are not scrolling past it, they're taking in the content. Okay, so I'm gonna push this button and it's gonna play. If you can afford a house that's X number of dollars, you're good to go. So don't think that the purchase price is all you need. You need to understand the total cost of Okay, I'm just talking about real estate. Like anybody can talk about that. The number one question that I get asked is, how do you come up with the content? Well, what do people wanna to talk to you about? Like you're a real estate agent. Hey, Glenda, how's it going? Living the dream, selling houses every day. Oh, you're in real estate. Yes, I'm in real estate. So you've got to be able to talk real estate. I mean, surely people ask you questions about real estate. So how's the market? What did that house on the corner sell for? Why do people paint their dining room purple? Do people really need a home office? Is swimming pool the most searched field? So whatever people are asking you, that's what you want to talk about, okay? So that one did really good. So that's April 14th. Now y'all, look at this one. It has 7.2 million views. That doesn't even include the other 20 million views that it has because a bunch of rappers reposted it. So this one really got a lot of, look, 9,600 comments. Like y'all, this Instagram place called at records, like that's their Instagram name. It has like a gazillion views on that too. When Jay-Z had nothing, he was dripping in conspicuous consumption. I mean, the chains and the diamonds and the Gucci and the Fendi, everything, head to toe, top to bottom, front to back. And now the guy's worth a gazillion dollars and every picture you see, he's in a black t-shirt and jeans. No diamonds, no anything, because he has nothing to prove today. Everybody knows who he is. Everybody knows he's worth a gazillion dollars. So for me, it's always so interesting to see those people that are conspicuously flexing. I always wonder, like, are those the people that are just doing it to get your attention, to make you think that they have the money and they spend it on a bunch of shit, they don't have any money to buy a house? That's what I always think. <laughs> <laughs> so see, like it's random thoughts, like whatever comes to my head. But again, it's really Glenda. So it's really authentically me. So whatever is authentically you, double down on that. And what's funny is most of the videos, so I'm a very good at sound bites. 
I do typically less than one minute. I don't really like long form unless I'm talking live. If I'm talking live and I can engage with you in the comments, then I can talk all day long. I promise I won't talk all day long today, uh, but I can talk all day long. So this is an important statistic and this is just my statistic. I don't know if this will be true for you. If it's 46 seconds or less, it has 57% of the people view it all the way through. If it's 53 seconds or more, that drops to 47%. So keep it concise and to the point and capture them in the first frame, okay? So, and look, that has 70,000 shares. Shares, y'all. So that's people sharing it with other folks. So that's what I love about it. So it's the engagement. So I think I totally left this thought about $200,000. You guys are wondering how I did that. So it's people that are commenting, I'm moving to Atlanta from Boston. I'd like for you to be my realtor. I got your name from Susie and I went on your TikTok and I love the way that you are really direct about real estate. I'd love to work with you. I wanna say 16 of those people have actually been converted and have closed on a house. So 200,000 in GCI. So for, for me, that's great. That's great. It's a great pillar of my business, especially in a year and we just continue to grow. So this one, y'all, story time. The story time is Justin. The story time is where you need to be, whether it's on Reels or it's on TikTok. Everybody loves the story time. So this one has 9.8 million views, 2 million likes, 7,000 comments. So did you see that? Did you notice that? The Jay-Z video had 9,600 comments and it has 7 million views and this one has almost 10 and it only has 7,000 comments. I thought that was really interesting. I analyze everything from what I'm wearing and see, I like to wear the stars. The stars are really big. And I found that when I, when I wear beige, that the count is lower typically than when I wear something else. I know that y'all think that that's crazy, but I analyze every single thing. I'm, I'm actually bipolar. I'm an IC in the DISC test. So I'm an expressive analytical, which really doesn't exist. But don't worry, I'm a D in time of, times of conflict. So if we can't decide where to go eat lunch, I will tell us. So that's the thing is like, for me, it's very important to be myself, but it's also very important to understand the engagement. So like this one, this one is the most, this is my most viewed video. So, so that's a true story and people grabbed onto that. I was in Rosemary Beach on Mother's Day week on vacation with my kids and posted the video. So I post every morning typically between six and seven Eastern, six and eight Eastern. I'm very consistent with my posting. I think since April 14th, I've only missed five days. And, my, and I posted this one and went about my day, and I guess it was about nine o'clock, and my videographer, it was nine o'clock central because I was at Rosemary, and my videographer says, hey, that video you posted today, I think it's got some legs on it. It's up to 129,000 views. Well, by the time that I finished breakfast with Jimmy, I, was, I had breakfast with Jimmy Burgess, by the time I finished breakfast with him, it had 230,000 views. And by that evening, it had already hit a million. And so it continues to climb and it continues to get comments. I engage with my people in the comments. If it's somebody who's a little bit sassy with me, I get a little bit sassy back, but I don't continue the sass. I give them one bite back. And if they come back for a second bite, then I block them or delete them. 
because I don't need that type of negativity. Um, or sometimes I leave them and let the glitterati's eat away at them. So it just depends, but it's important to engage and it's important to acknowledge. So I get a ton of DMs. And in fact, this little girl just DM'd me. Um, she is just starting in real estate and she sent me, I loved this video, houses are like husbands. And, and I sent her back a message. She goes, is this really you? Like, did you really just respond to my comment, to my DM? And I'm like, yep, it's me. And so you got to engage with your people because they want you. And that's what I found was I posted, I posted videos about houses and they performed much lower. My people want me. I talked about being a slow learner. I was in the slow learning class. I didn't realize I was in the slow learning class. My mom told me I was in the enrichment class. <laughs> and I got there and I loved it. And you know, I was doing great in the enrichment class. And then Nikki Griner says to me, she goes, you do realize we're in the slow learner class. I'm like, oh no, we're in the ritual class. She goes, your mom lied to you. And ever since Nikki told me that I was in the slow learner class, I just never ever liked school. That was in fourth grade. That was because this witch, Miss Cohen, was my third grade teacher and she didn't like me. And so in that video, I just posted that this week. It's not in here. Don't worry, I'm not gonna make you watch it. I posted it this week and I said, I guarantee you that witch Miss Cohen isn't selling big ass houses. So, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I think that that's the thing that has been like really cool is just that I've had the opportunity to reach people that I would have never ever had been able to reach with my videos. So I would just encourage you if you are trying to get into video, number one, oh, and maybe I did a little PowerPoint on this, remember? Oh, this is Instagram. It also works on Instagram, TikTok, Instagram, whichever one. So this was, this cracked me up. So all my friends go, they said, it says 10 agents and coaches crushing it on Instagram reels, but all of them are you. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of strange. So yeah, it still works. So y'all, this is, this one has 40,000 on Instagram, but this is a long time ago. It's gotten way more than that, but it doesn't have 10 million. So Instagram, I'm not quite as big yet, but I'm working on that but it works on Instagram, it works on TikTok, it works on LinkedIn. Whatever platform you feel the most comfortable, I encourage you to start with that one. So I started with TikTok in Q4 of 2020. Then in Q1, I went into Clubhouse, which is another app. If you're not on Clubhouse, oh my stars and stripes, I love it. But you gotta be set boundaries with it because it will suck the time like nobody's business. I wish it sucked fat like it sucks time. But anyway, I digress. And then Q2, I did Instagram. So I've been focusing on Instagram for Q2 and then Q3, I wanted to focus on LinkedIn, but I just, y'all, I just can't fall in love with LinkedIn. I'll be honest. It's just too, it's too buttoned up for me. But this is what's interesting is I created some LinkedIn videos where I was all a little bit, you know, more proper, more professional. Then I also posted a couple of my TikTok videos and the TikTok videos did way better on LinkedIn than the buttoned up videos. And so one of my friends who's the vice president of some fancy smancy company, I asked him, I said, why do you think, because I posted this video, I posted this video, he goes, everybody sees the buttoned up shit on LinkedIn. Nobody wants to see that. We all want to see you wide open. And I'm like, all right, let's go with it. So I'm, I'm going to try and fall in love with LinkedIn a little bit more. I'm just not there yet. So this is what I do. I educate, entertain, engage, and be authentic. But really, those are not my words that, but they sounded better. The E's looked better than the I's, but my whole goal is inform, inspire, and impact. If I can do one of those three things in my video, then I've been successful. So inform, inspire, impact, but I'm always Glenda. I'm always me. I'm not trying to be anybody else. I may derive inspiration from a video like this uh, agent yesterday posted this video within a Facebook group that I'm in 
about bubbles. And she had these like the little bubbles, you know, that the kids blow, that stuff. And I was like, I like that. I like that. I like that. Like, is there going to be a housing bubble? Are we in a housing bubble? And I was like, I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. And I was like, how can I glendify that? And I'm like, duh, Glinda arrives in a bubble. Like in the Wizard of Oz, for you guys that are not 12, that can remember Wizard of Oz, Glinda arrives in this big pink bubble. So I send it to Denver. Denver's my videographer. I'm like, Denver, I want to do, I want to arrive in a bubble. Well, he sends me those things that you roll around in. I am not getting in a bubble. And I'm like, you're the videographer. Can't you make the, the bubble appear? I don't need to get in anything. He's like, oh yeah, I can do that too. <laughs> God, hello. I'm not getting in some damn plastic bubble thing. Anyway, so yeah, so look for that video because it's coming. But yeah, just be you, but you drive inspiration from other people. Okay, so pick a platform, frame out your attack, batch shoot, batch shoot. For the people in the back, batch shoot. Because if you're gonna say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that video on Tuesday, you're not gonna do it on Tuesday. You're gonna be too busy. You got a thousand other things to do. I take one day a month, 11 hours, and y'all, remember I told you I shot eight videos that first time? The last time I shot 45 videos. So you become more proficient the more you do it. It's a year later, start was our 12th video shoot. So you get better the more you do it. So batch shoot your content, but frame it out. Say, this is what I wanna do. Pick your platform, frame it out, batch shoot, and then post it consistently. And there was somebody at our table, Jessica, right? And she's like, I don't like to do video. I don't like the way I look. And I'm like, but that's like the way you look. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I have this crazy hair from my grandma. Like today I noticed like this side is a little bit higher and I feel like it's pushed back a little bit further. And some days I feel a little bit fat. And then like, I didn't get my nails done. And I just, you know, some days it's just not working. Like I was looking at this one video, not this one, the Jay-Z video. I was thinking, shit, I needed some Botox that day. I was like, I could tell my Botox was going out that day. So you never ever know, like, it doesn't matter. They don't even care. They want you, they want to engage with you. So don't worry about how you look. That's how you look when you see them, I promise. And you, the thing about it is, is people will say to me, they'll say, you look just like you do in your video. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is it. So if you posted, if I posted something that wasn't really me, how disappointed would you be when you really met me? And so, I mean, at one time I was on Match.com and I remember I, this guy says he's like 6'3". And he's like 6'3", 215. I'm 5'9". The guy walks in and I looked at him and I was like, you are not Michael. And he goes, oh, I'm Michael. I'm like, no, you're not. And he goes, no, I, I'm Michael. I'm like, but you're not 6'3". He goes, yeah, but most women like taller guys. And you know, once you get to know me, you're probably gonna just, the 6'3 thing is not a big deal. I'm like, Michael, go on home. Because if you're gonna <laughs> lie to me about how tall you are when we hadn't even met, what are you gonna lie to me about when we get to know each other? Same thing. Just be honest, show them who you really are. Let them fall in love with you because that's what builds the raving fans. There's this girl and she's in my three mile zone. So you know what the three mile zone is? Like that's three miles from like me, cross my heart. She does my same hairstyle. She wears a black top, same setup, no lie. I'm not scripted y'all, obviously. She takes my exact script from my video and does it. She's in my three mile zone. 
she's in a group text. We're in a group text. Like we're the East Cobb Mafia. Like that's what they call us because we saw all the houses in East Cobb. Like there's like 11 of us and we're in this group text and she takes my, my entire video. She changes three words in the entire video. And that bitch puts that thing on Instagram. No lie, totally serious. First comment she gets on it. Tell me you wish you were Glenda Baker without telling me you wish you were Glenda Baker. So don't try and be me. You be you, you do you. Because this is the thing, is that people want to do business with people that they know, like, and trust. They wanna do business with people that they're familiar with. They wanna do business with people like them. So the more that you can be transparent about who you really are, you're going to attract those people like a magnet. So I guess if, that, if I have any message, if you take anything away, double down on you and do it. Do it, do it, do it. And I think I have one more slide maybe, because remember, I think there's only five. <laughs> oh no, that's not it. Oh, Glenda's got a video. Glenda's got a video.com. That's a little uh, tutorial about how to do videos. This is my favorite Glendaism. So I have these Glendaisms. Oh, my stars, all kinds of stuff like that. Bad news doesn't get better with time. The road is paved with dead squirrels that failed to make a decision. Don't be roadkill. So make a decision and do it. Okay, Justin and John Robert, they were talking about when I sold the wrong house. And most people are like, Glenda, why would you put out a video that tells people that you sold the wrong house? Well, I did sell the wrong house, first off. Technically, it was the wrong house but ultimately it was the right house. So it had a happy ending. But again, that video in itself has like a million views and it was a part one and a part two. What blows our mind is that part one only has 300,000 views, but part two has over a million. But people want to know that you're not perfect. If you're trying to be posted to be perfect, I've got bad news for you. That is a long way off and you're gonna be paralyzed by trying to be perfect like that. So anyway, I sold the wrong house. I showed this guy two houses on the same street, and he says, I wanna make an offer on the house on West Paces Ferry. Now, if you've ever been to Atlanta, Georgia, West Paces Ferry, that's where the governor's mansion is. So these are fancy houses, right? And y'all, this is a thousand years ago, because remember, I've been selling real estate since Jesus was a baby. So this is like 1994. So I've been selling real estate two years at that time. It's a little wet behind the ears. And so he goes, I'm gonna make an offer on the house on West Paces Ferry. And I said, okay, great. So I write the offer up. He's gonna tear the house down. He's gonna build his dream home. He doesn't do an inspection, doesn't do an appraisal, pays cash for the house. Sunday night, he calls me up. He's like, hey, Glenda, I went by the house and there's somebody living in the house. And I'm like, there's somebody living in the house? He, no, there's cars in the driveway, there's people living in the house. I mean, we're gonna do a walkthrough. The guy's tearing the house down, right? No need to do the walkthrough. So I'm like, well, let me call the agent. I call the agent. Hey, Patty, it's Glenda. Is somebody living in that house? No, Glenda, nobody's living in the house. I'm like, okay. Call no, no, he, she thinks maybe it was her assistant picking up the stuff. He's like, okay, Monday morning, go to closing. So actually, he back in the olden days, y'all, the client got in the car with you. So we go to the closing, we close. And so we're going up Habersham Road and we get to West Paces Ferry. And I get in the right lane. And he goes, well, the house is to the left. I said, well, the house is to the right. He goes, the house is to the left, Glenda. And I'm like, hmm. So I'm going to entertain him. Ha, 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 I turn left. And we're driving down West Paces Ferry. And in the distance, I see the Buckhead Broker sign. And my life flashes before my eyes. And there's cars in the driveway. 
And he goes, I told you somebody was living in the house. And I'm like, holy shit, this is a problem. I'm like, okay, take a deep breath. Take it. It's okay. And I'm thinking to myself, do I lose my license over this? <laughs> like, this is really bad. And so flip that car around. What are you talking about? Like, we're, this is like, this is the shady side of West Paces. Like, is as if there's a shady side. This is the shady side of West Paces Ferry. You don't want to be up here next to the History Center. Ugh. I flip that car around and I'm driving. Please, God, please, God, please, God, please, God. And I whip in that driveway and I jump out of that car. And I'm like, this is the house you bought. <laughs> and the, the guy sits down, no lie, sits down on this um, like knee wall. And he puts his head in his hands. And I'm like, Oh, this is bad. This is so bad. And he looks up, he goes, did you sell me the wrong house? And I'm like, the wrong house? This is the right house. Oh my God, I cannot believe you. Like, I can see it right now. The garage is over here. This is an acre. I got you such a great deal. You would have never gotten that house for this price. And you can put the pool back there. And I can see it like the driveway is going to curve around. This is going to be fabulous. And he looks around, he goes, you know, I think I can make this work. <laughs> make it work. He goes, I can't believe you sold me the wrong house. I'm like, it's like we've already figured it out. This is the right house. And no lie, I get that guy back to his car. No lie, I pull over. I'm physically ill. And the only thing I'm thinking is like, I go to real estate jail for this. Like, this is bad. So word, on the, word gets out on the curb that I've sold the wrong house. And the broker calls me and he goes, I just want to ask you a question. How the hell do you sell the wrong house, Glenda? And I'm like, buddy, you taught me contract law. You said the legal description's not important, that the address was all I needed, and it was two houses on West Faces Ferry. So no lie, I sold the wrong house, and I'm still alive to tell about it. So, yep, that's it. All right, so now, what questions do we have? I don't post everything across the board at once. I focus on one platform. I personally think that the packaging should be different because I think that you're talking to different people. Because keep in mind, the people on Facebook, they already know me and love me. The people on Instagram know of me, but probably don't know me really well. And the people on TikTok, they have no idea who I am. So I think that you've got to package your content based on the platform that you're putting it on. But keep in mind, I tried to be a little bit more buttoned up on LinkedIn and that didn't work for me. So I think that you've got to be you on every platform. I just think that the delivery of the content needs to be a little bit different based on where you're putting it. Does that make sense? On LinkedIn, I don't think that they are, they're gonna fall in love with me selling the wrong house because the CEO of Georgia Power might think that was like a huge problem, okay? So I'm probably not as outlandish on LinkedIn but you still got to tell your story the way that you're going to tell it. And I think that that's where I made the mistake on LinkedIn because I didn't tell a story. I didn't do Glenda. I said, oh, well, the housing market in Atlanta, Georgia is blah, blah, blah. Thinking that that's what LinkedIn wanted to hear. They didn't want to hear about the housing market because every real estate agent on LinkedIn is doing that. So I could have taken my same stories and adapted them in a more user-friendly way for LinkedIn. Does that make sense? Yeah, Instagram is Glenda goes off. 
where like somebody fell through the ceiling, like why are you in, why are you going in the attic behind the inspector? Like don't do that because Sachin fell through the ceiling. Like don't do that shit. Like that's my, that's my Instagram. And I can get away with that delivery on Instagram because those people, they know of me and they know that I'm a little out there. But on LinkedIn, that's not going to work. I go Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4. You can only eat the elephant one bite at a time. And I wanted to have laser focus on one platform and become proficient at that platform before I then went to the next. There are 31 other Glenda Bakers with my picture on TikTok. So they, they're like G-L-E-N-N-N-N-N-D-A Baker or G-L-E-N-D-D-A Baker. So like you don't realize, and it's got my same picture. So I'm not verified, but I'm the Glenda Baker. I'm the real Glenda Baker. I don't have 450,000 followers. The other people do not. So I'm not verified, but I'm, I'm hoping to get there. I had a video taken down for nudity. Yes, in my star sweater, crew neck sweater. So trust me, there was no nudity. But I'm thinking that the Three Mile Zone witch did that because anybody can report a video for anything. So that they took that video down and that video was doing very well, but it happened when I blocked her. So I'm thinking that she was the one who did it, but I digress. But anybody can do that. But once they got it all backed up, back up, I was fine. But no, I haven't violated any community guidelines yet or not any that I know of or that I've been caught doing. We do our own music. So I don't use any trending music because if I use trending music on TikTok, then I can't then put it on my story on Instagram, okay? So we do our own music that we purchase to use for my videos, okay? Number one. Number two, hashtags. Okay, sit down. This is worth the price of admission. I hashtag my name on every single one of my videos. Why do I do that? So I can see the cumulative number of views across every video, okay? So if I posted, like I posted Jay-Z, I posted the $137,000 commission check, hashtag Glenda Baker. So then that was 10 million, that was 7 million, there's 17 million views cumulatively when you search the hashtag Glenda Baker, number one. Number two, everybody says, don't do some wide reaching hashtag that has a gazillion views. Bullshit, don't believe that, okay? Hashtag Atlanta real estate. If you look it up on TikTok, it has 70 million views. Of those 70 million views, 48 million are mine, okay? So if you are posting consistently and you are posting about your city, you should absolutely hashtag your city real estate. I have so many people from Instagram and I do it on TikTok and on Instagram. I have so many people on Instagram that reach out to me that say, I found you under Atlanta real estate. So don't think that because you use Birmingham or Houston or Smith Lake, you need to hashtag that and you need to be the, the authority when it comes up. Well, I love Clubhouse, but it's not a video platform. So I do a lot of Clubhouse. And just between us, I'm really going to work on YouTube, okay? Because I feel like that that is, so Google YouTube. So I feel like that that is a great place for me to be. Spoke with a uh, video person, uh, like a video influencer, fancy smancy guy on YouTube. And he said, Glenda, four minutes, four minutes, four minutes. I can do four minutes. 
So I'm going to take my little one, because I'm on YouTube shorts. Sit down, grasp tightly. You're not going to believe this. 96% of the YouTube shorts, they're watching the entire video. 96% of the people are watching the entire video on YouTube shorts. You know why? That's because those YouTube people, they're used to watching long form content. So this video influencer goes, look, I'm telling you right now, you could do four minutes. That's your sweet spot on YouTube. So Q4 of 2021, Glenda does YouTube. Not like Debbie does Dallas, but Glenda does YouTube. I found my videographer on Instagram. I do not pay him by the video. I pay him for the day and by the hour. I hit the jackpot with Denver because he shoots, produces, and edits the videos. So he's like a unicorn. But it's the editing that's really good because you can hear in the music, like when on the one where I sold the wrong house, it goes like, holy shit, she sold the wrong house, right? So like the whole timing and the whole editing and the whole music with the video is really important. So you are gonna, you should look for somebody that you can pay by the hour. If they're charging you by the video, you're never ever gonna get the product you want, I don't think. So I think that, but you pay for talent. So it's just like real estate, just like real estate. You get what you pay for. And so I pay for talent and don't tell Denver, I'd pay him whatever he asked me. No lie. I'd pay the guy whatever he asked me. I had one videographer who quoted me $10,000 a month to fit me into his schedule. And I was like, I can tell I'm not your priority. And this is the thing. If you're getting $10,000 for one day, like, and I know it's not one day because you've got to edit all of the video. So I know that you're spending hours, but you're going to fit me in and I'm not your priority. At $10,000, I better be your biggest priority, buddy. So I think that it's important to find somebody who sees your vision. I think it's important to find somebody who can bring value to the table, who can look at you and say, okay, I understand where you want to go. Let me help you get there. Because Denver didn't understand like why I wanted him to shoot TikTok videos. He was, I mean, like the guy shoots for like Time Warner, like he shoots for Netflix, like he does the Coco Melon videos. And he shoots for me, <laughs> which maybe tells me a little bit about myself. But anyway, um, so he shoots the Coco Melon videos. And so I pay him by the hour and he loves working with me because it's no stress. I don't micromanage him. Remember, your videographer, he's the one with the talent or the, she's the one with the talent. Don't try and micromanage them. You stay in your lane, let them stay in theirs. And as far as a budget goes, it just depends on how much you're pushing out and how bad you are, how much he has to edit out. Denver does help me but like the bubbles, like I sent him that. And then y'all, this was such a great idea. Okay, so when I go into a listing presentation, I, I thought it was a great idea, maybe it wasn't, but anyway. When I go into a listing presentation, I am a maniac about the disc test. So I, I look and I say, okay, what's your first name? Heather. Heather. So I, I look you up on LinkedIn and then I have this thing called Crystal Nose that tells me what you are on the disc test. And then I say, oh, Heather's an eye. So I know to bring my beauty pageant presentation. Okay. Now, Heather, let's assume that your husband, Marcus, is an accountant at Pricewaterhouse. I know that I've got to have my data and my analytics in order. Okay. So I'm going to do a video about the difference in presentation between the beauty pageant and the accountant. 
like which one are you taking? Are you taking the CPA, the Pricewaterhouse, or are you taking the Miss Georgia Congeniality? Because believe it or not, little known fact, I don't think I've put this on video yet, I was actually Miss Congeniality in the Miss Georgia pageant like 500 years ago. So right when Jesus was like a toddler. And so that's what I, I compare my listing presentations to. So I thought that would be a great video. So I come up with the majority of it, but Denver absolutely helps me out because he's looking through the comments and he's looking through like real estate stuff. He's getting tagged and stuff. And if he sees something, we start it. Like he wanted to do something about Dogecoin. Like I don't even know what, oh, bad word. Woo. That one, I stopped it. Woo. I don't know what, I don't know what the heck Dogecoin is. <laughs> The F word comes out from time to time, but I stopped it. I don't know what Dogecoin is. So he goes, let's do a video on Dogecoin. I'm like, okay, whatever. He's like, they say that they're going to use Dogecoin to buy, uh, real, buy real estate on the moon. And I'm like, yeah, when that Dogecoin comes in, you can buy real estate on the moon. So anyway, so we did a little video like that. So sometimes he comes up with it and sometimes I come up with it. I don't advertise. I don't spend any money on pushing, on sponsoring them or pushing them out. Correct. Correct. And all of the views that I have are organic. Nothing is bought and paid for. Zero. Not one single thing. Now, I will tell y'all this. Don't tell anybody. So this is what I am going to do, y'all. And I'm going to see how it's going to work. I'll let y'all know. I'll report back. Um, I am going to do a sponsored pin drop to the events that I'm going to with my videos so that when you're in, I'm going to Scottsdale, Arizona next week. I'm going to go ahead and drop that so that then when I get there, everybody knows who I am because I'm gonna be coming up on their feed because I haven't been to that conference before and it's like who's who in luxury real estate or something. And so I wanna be able to get there and them know me. Plus, I think I'm gonna get like some fringe benefits at the hotel if they think I'm like real fancy. So I'm gonna try it. I'm just gonna test it out and then I'll report back. So then maybe you get fringe benefits or you get more viewership or you get more popularity because I'm going there to do agent to agent referrals. That's another little byproduct of this whole little video thing is that people, when they think about Atlanta, they think about that crazy real estate agent that does all the videos on TikTok. So when they have a referral in Atlanta, Georgia, I have my agent to agent referral business has gone up astronomically. In fact, I think I paid out, I have to go back and look, but I think I paid out $176,000 I looked at that number because I'm about to do business planning, but I want to say it was $176,000 or $186,000 in the last 12 months in agent-to-agent -agent referrals. That was paid out in referrals. That's not to the GCI. That's what I paid out. So it was a lot. Post them because I do, I do all the captioning. I post everything myself because I want it to sound like me. I don't want it to sound like Larzell in the Philippines. I don't want it to sound like Denver. No, I wake up every morning between 5.50 and 6.10 a.m. automatically, and I um, post and I go through, I go, the first thing I do is I go through and I go through the comments of the previous day's video, okay? So it's pinged those people that have commented, so they're up and awake, okay? And then about 6.30 or 6.40, I post my video, so it's automatically got some bite in it, and video is like a cupcake, so think about it. My name is Glenda Baker. I love baked goods and I do a lot of cupcakes. So think about it as a cupcake. So like the first thing about a video is you've got to like the way that it looks. So like that's the visual presentation of the cupcake, right? Then you bite into it. That's like the first, oh, sorry. He told me to stand over here. That's like the first, uh, you bite into it. That's like the first frame of the video. And if you like it, you like the way it tastes, you keep watching it. 
And then if you enjoyed the experience, you come back for more cupcakes, right? Eat another cupcake. Same thing with video. So what I do is I go back and I comment. So they're pinged and they're already active on TikTok. Then I post that video. So then they're automatically coming in. They're already in there. And I've got some people say, I just wait for your video. It's like my alarm clock because I know when you post it, it's time for me to get up. And so that's the thing is I post it. I want it all to be myself. And maybe that's my control freak or maybe that's just me being like an egomaniac. I don't know, but I like doing it and I like seeing what the people are saying. So I feel like it's more authentically me. So no, I don't have a scheduling app and no, nobody does it except me. So I will tell you, I think that you keep your friends close and your enemies closer. So if you are a fan of Zillow, praise the Lord and pass the money while you can. Um, but I will tell you, Atlanta is one of their junior headquarters. They are a buyer, a seller, a lender. Um, they own all of the title services. They provide all of the data and they forecast the data. And there was a video yesterday on TikTok and the guy talks about if you bought 10 houses at 300,000 and then you bought house number 11 at 350, you just made those 10 houses worth 350. You just increased, you just appreciated the value. And that's what they're doing. They're coming into 123 Banana Street. They're buying all of the houses on 123 Banana Street at 300 under value. Then they're going over here to Marcus and they're paying Marcus 350, maybe even 400,000 to create a new comp. And once they did that, they just made a million dollars right here. Do you realize that? I bet you didn't realize that, did you? So this is the thing is that I don't have any beef with Zillow. I say that you know the facts about how they operate in your marketplace. And I would say, watch the Zestimate on your own home so you can learn and speak intelligently to your consumer. So you can control the narrative for your client because they are a great search engine for real estate, but you should be the real estate expert that your client comes to every day, all day. I guarantee you, if somebody on, at Smith Lake goes on Zillow and looks for their estimate, they're taking that shit with a grain of salt because they know the true expert is Justin every day, all day, because he's, he's controlling the narrative of his market. And there is nobody that is gonna be able to do that like you are. Real estate is on site, not online. Don't ever forget that and don't let ever, don't ever let anybody tell you anything different. We will not be replaced. The people that suck will be replaced, but the people that are experts will never be replaced.